Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges, still in chapter 13, which we began on yesterday, looking at the birth of Samson. Samson is the only judge with a birth narrative signaling his auspicious arrival. Again, Judges chapter 13, looking at verses 2 through 5 in the New King James Version. It reads, Now there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed now, you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink, and not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Again, Judges chapter 13, verses 2 through 5 in the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 13, verses 2 through 5 in the New King James Version. And it says, the angel of the Lord appears to Manoah's wife and gives her good tidings that she will have a son and gives special instructions regarding the child. When Israel was in uh, distress, Samson was born and he Uh, We have his birth foretold by an angel. He was of the tribe of Dan, and Dan signifies a judge, a judgment. And probably it was with an eye to Samson that dying Jacob foretold Dan shall judge his people. That is, he shall produce a judge for his people. The angel of Yahweh appeared to Samson's barren mother to announce that she would have a son and that he was to be set apart as a lifelong Nazarite. Her son would begin God's work of delivering Israel from the Philistines. And remember, he begins God's work. Unlike the other judges who delivered Israel at the head of an army like Deborah, Gideon, and Jephthah, Samson battles the Philistines alone. But like the other judges, such as Gideon and Jephthah, 
Samson is a tragic fig figure. While he judged Israel for 20 years, his exploits did not appear to bring about any lasting change for the people of Israel. The Philistines would be a problem for many years after Samson's death, and he judged roughly between 1250 to 1050 BC, leading up to the time, let's see, while well, the precise date of him, of Samson is unknown. The time frame of his rule is roughly between 1250 and 1050 BC. Okay, let's see. Zora was one of the towns allotted to the tribe of Dan, and that's where his family lives. This uh, area was part of Shep, Shephila, the foothills west of the hill country of Judah. So that's important because it was probably a region between Israel and the coastal plain controlled by the Philistines. People in the ancient Near East uh, thought that barrenness was a curse. And we have stories of other women in the Bible who were barren and God blessed their wombs to bear children. We have uh, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Samuel's mother, Hannah. And uh, in the New Testament, we have Elizabeth. Biblical accounts of barrenness usually reflects the belief that God controls woman's ability to have children and conception and birth after a long period of barrenness is often uh, presented in the Bible as a divine blessing for the woman and an answer to prayer because we know in especially in the case of Sarah we were we remember that she wanted and Rachel they both wanted children so desperately and Rebecca and Sarah they kept asking and begging God for a child, and God blessed their wombs. Yahweh appears to uh, appears in embodied human form to prophesy the birth of Isaac to Sarah, the mother of. Um, so it's just giving you a little bit more about uh, Yahweh um, as he comes and speaks directly to these women. But the uh, mother of this deliverer, uh, that being Samson, must deny herself and not any, eat anything unclean, um, which would probably have been lawful at any other time. You know, even pregnant women today have to be careful what they eat and what they drink because what you eat and drink when the child is in your womb and when you're breastfeeding goes into the child's system. So as the promise, uh, as the promise tried her faith, so this precept tried her obedience, and God requires both. These restrictions are stipulations of the Nazarite vow, under which the child Samson would be born. And let's let's see. I think that's all. God carries. Uh, chose to carry out his work gradually because it says Samson will begin to deliver the children of Israel from the Philistines. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you as we continue studying your word. We're looking at Samson and Samson is a, a mighty man of God. 
but he's a mighty man of God that has flaws. Uh, he has uh, warts and all, as Winston Churchill, I think they said. When you paint me, paint me warts and all. So we will see Samson, warts and all. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you that you um, give us what we need to walk and live a godly life. And it's up to us to choose to do it, just like it was up to Samson to choose to do what was right. So, Father, we thank you. And we thank you that when, even when we don't do what we need to do, that we have a Father who's forgiving, just like our earthly fathers, who see our shortcomings and know our, our frame, know what we're made of, and know that um, we can, uh, just like that child who has to be, might be reprimanded for doing something wrong, but then once they're reprimanded, in your love, you restore us. And we thank you for that, Father. Thank you for your restoring. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many, uh, so many needs. And all we can do is cast all of our cares upon you. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. We're continuing to pray for conflicts everywhere, not just overseas, right here in our own country, in our own homes, in our own places of business, churches, schools, wherever conflicts are. Pray for peace in the name of Jesus. And we're thanking you in advance for your answered prayers. For all of those who need you in a special way, we cast our cares upon you. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.